There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. My next guest was another incredible Instagram find of ethical goodness. A passionate little lady with a mission to reduce waste and go plastic free in what we buy. While she was on her travels around the globe, she saw the impact our addiction with plastic was having on not only the environment, the marine world, but also us as human beings. After finally settling in New Zealand, she felt she needed to do something to make a difference. Living a sustainable life wasn't quite as easy for her in NZ as it was when she lived here in Australia. So, she decided to do something to change this. Annie Shaw is the founder of Ethically So, a low-waste, plastic-free online store based in New Zealand. All products are naturally sustainable, reusable, locally sourced or plastic-free. She's on a mission to make living a waste-free life, the normality. We need to think about where our products come from and how they end up in our hands. So get ready to be inspired by Annie. Welcome, Annie, to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Now, um, yeah, now you're all the way across the ditch uh, in NZ or New Zealand um, and uh, your business ethically so. Can you uh, tell us about the background of that and how it came about? Yeah, so I studied art at uni, completely separate. I probably did a couple of topics based around deforestation and welfare of the ocean, but it wasn't a main like main, main interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went traveling. So I went to Southeast Asia for six months. I was in Australia for a year before moving over to New Zealand. And Southeast Asia just really affected me. Like there's just so much plastic pollution there. And you're seeing kids playing on piles of it, families burning it to make spaces on their beach oh, no. and using mm-hmm. the fumes to cook, which obviously is carcinogenic. Oh. Um and it, I just really, really struggled that like for six months seeing that and seeing going to places like Bali and seeing the fact that there's there's no connection between Westerners going over there and being in a beach club, sipping out of straws and then beaches just below the beach clubs being blocked off by security guards because there's so much plastic pollution. Like it's kind of like we go over there and forget. Yeah. But yet people, especially in New Zealand and Australia, are so conscious of their own back garden. Mm. Um, so that's something that I really struggled. It was kind of, I felt like it was the fact that people didn't see the long-term effects because they weren't having to live there long-term. And obviously the people that live there themselves weren't educated in a way to know that plastic never disintegrates. So that was kind of where it all started for me. I then moved to Australia, 
went vegan, living in Byron Bay, went plastic free, <laughs> went like all extremes and which was great, very easy to do there. And then I moved over to Auckland and it kind of hit me as a brick wall that it's not that easy to do here. Mm. And I really struggled in terms of like the first time I, I was doing plastic free July and I walked into a supermarket. This is when we moved over and everything was in plastic packaging. Absolutely everything. Like there was nothing that I could buy at all. So it's changed a lot over the past two years. I've definitely seen a progression in cafes as well and restaurants. Like there's a cafe down the road that's now doing Meatless Mondays for this month, which is great. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was, I just felt like there was, I was doing all this stuff and I was making all like my homemade stuff at home and sharing it online and people were loving it. But I felt like there was more that I could do. I wanted to share it with other people as well as just doing it myself, if that made sense. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's kind of where it started. I knew if I didn't do it now, like, when would I do it? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, starting and so you created Ethically So. So uh, what what do you sell? What What's your store all about? So Ethically So is a low-waste online store based in New Zealand. It supports local New Zealand businesses. It aims to educate others and it aims to make low-waste living easy. So we've got shampoo and conditioner bars in metal tins, completely plastic-free, completely toxic-free, so no chemicals made in New Zealand. Um, oh, we have so much like metal razors, stuff for the kitchen. You've got cleaning utensils. It's very much everyday lifestyle essentials at the moment. And very much when I first started my plastic-free journey, I tried to do it a room at a time. So I started with the bathroom. Yep. And I think that's that's kind of reflected in ethically so because I have so many bathroom products on the <laughs> website and I need to really work on the kitchen side of things and the men's section so it's very much a reflection of the journey that I went through as well yeah, yeah. and it's a, a beautiful it's a beautiful Thank site um I, I know I've gone on there and I'm like oh my god I could buy so much on here I can't stop so but you, you mentioned um razors you know back in the day all you could get was metal razors and and now they're all plastic aren't they like and, and now and it's absolutely. difficult to get metal ones yeah and that's the thing like it we need to take a step back we need to go back to where we were like it, it's actually quite surprising like I've given it to a few like family friends like men that I know of either bought one or I've given them one as a present and they open it up and they're like oh my god it's like taking me back in yeah. time it's like being given a present from my dad or something and they really like they really connect with it mm. and we don't have that connection with these products that we use anymore which is really sad because we should like we don't care where they go and we really need to because mm. that's the problem and that's it, you know, the, we're using these products on our bodies as well and the impacts it's having on, on, on our health. Um, we're, we're just becoming a throwaway society and we're not actually thinking about what we're doing to ourselves. And I think, yeah, a store like yours is actually helping stamp that out and I think that is amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's that's definitely the aim to make it more, especially in New Zealand, like it's very much, I think it's probably a lot easier in Australia in some places, I know Byron, I found it a lot easier. Yeah. But in New Zealand, with there being so many rural areas as well, rather than going to one site and having to get your razor and another and having to get your shampoo and they want so forth and paying $10 shipping each time, ours is kind of a one-stop shop. So you yeah. can just come to me. There's all the companies that I'm supporting as well. So it is all New Zealand-based still. There are a couple of Australian brands. Um, 
but mainly New Zealand. And you only pay one postage free. So again, it's cutting down on the emissions of the postman as well. That's excellent. So it's the whole ecosystem of what you do. Yeah. That's amazing. It's very much low waste, not in terms of the products, but in terms of that's another reason why I don't ship overseas as of yet, because I want it to be low waste in emissions, low waste in the products that are produced and the toxins and everything. Mm. Now, you mentioned you've got a, a, a cafe down the road that does the, the meat-free Mondays. Are you noticing more of a conscious change in New Zealand now? Yeah, definitely. There has been su- there's been such a change, like especially in the past two years since I've moved here. I did write a couple of letters to Countdown, I must say. Um, <laughs> because they were, they were get, like some things were plastic-free and then the next week they weren't and then they were again and it was just very irregular. Um, but they, yeah, there's definitely been such a change and there's so much potential to be unlocked here because there's so many great companies doing such great things and producing such great products that it really doesn't need to have all the packaging because all that packaging has to be imported anyway. Yeah. Whereas the products are already here, like we're making them here. Um, and it, like New Zealand, I was very shocked when I moved over, obviously coming from England, you can, you can get, walk into a supermarket and you can get anything at any time of year and nothing changes in prices yeah whereas when I moved here I was like what do you mean an avocado eight dollars <laughs> this week but it was only one dollar last week like yep. I just had no I'd never seen the chain the fluctuation in prices or seasons before yeah and I think that's a really great thing because we obviously some foods are imported here but you can definitely be conscious in shopping for foods that aren't imported mm. whereas in England pretty much everything's imported yeah wow but cafes are definitely making a change like I've got such a long list now of cafes that I need to go to that are doing vegan options or vegetarian options or things like meatless Mondays or fishless Thursdays yeah and it's really great seeing those changes yeah and and really just in I'm noticing it a lot more as well um particularly in the food industry and I think um, that's really, really good to see in the in the way they're packaging things and being very conscious, yeah. like even coffee shops with the coffee cups now. If you take your own coffee cup, you get your coffee cheaper. And I rave yeah, on definitely. about this all the time and I actually point people out and go, take your bloody cup. <laughs> yeah, and it makes a difference. Like it makes such a difference, especially I've been working in a cafe until last month and, wow, the the amount of people. I went away on holiday for a month and I came back and the amount of people that suddenly had keep cups, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes it quite confusing to make all the coffees, but it's great. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> you, not complaining. You're like, what size is this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With different coloured lids and different cups all over the place. Yeah. Um, now, I'm seeing um, a lot more ethically minded businesses who are conscious about the way they do business and the products that they use and the services they provide along with giving back to the community and the planet do you have a criteria for the products you sell online that's a very good question um so I don't have as such a strict criteria I it very much as I said it started from me sharing my journey of how I went towards low waste so there's there's probably about six things that I kind of look for when I'm looking to work with a company so it start either plastic-free. Mm-hmm. If it's plastic-free, that's probably the number one. 100% natural ingredients, made in New Zealand, vegan, reusable packaging, or low waste. If it fits one of those, then I'm mo- most likely to want to stock it. Yeah. 
if it fits multiple, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of like, there's a, yeah, I kind of have to judge it. I, I'm very much interactive on my social media and working with my customers to find out what they want mm -hmm. and being very transparent. I think transparency is completely key. Mm. Um, like these people want to trust, they want to trust you and you have to be honest. And that's what I'm here for. Like this, we've blocked off how things are made for so long and where it's going. So it's very much important to show the background of where everything's coming from yeah. with the business that I'm doing. Um, but there are like, there are a few companies. So like there's a, uh, there's a company that I started working with recently, a cake making kit, and they have gluten-free cake making kits and vegan cake making kits. And they have plastic packaging inside their cake making kits. The rest of it's completely cardboard, mm -hmm. completely chemical free, no toxins, it's easy to make yourself. You're not going to be going to the supermarket and buying a cake in a plastic packaging. Really great product for a, for a friend's birthday. But they do have plastic packaging inside. Mm. So I emailed them saying, obviously, this is. I'd love to stock your products. This is a little bit of an issue. Have you heard of this company? This is an, I work with another kit company, and they use these biodegradable and compostable packaging. Yeah. Um, and they said, actually, we have. We've been looking for one for ages. We've never heard of this one. We'll look into it. And I replied saying, okay, great. Would you be able to do that by December? I'd really love to get them on before then. And she replied saying, unfortunately, they're produ like we produce them in thousands. So that's unlikely. Yeah. But for the new year, that's our number one goal. And in terms of that, like obviously, it's not ideal that there's plastic in the packaging. But it's a company that's willing to make a change and I'm happy to be able to support them in that change-making system, if that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so the criteria is not strict. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> that's, it, yeah. It and it would be challenging to find, um, you know, companies that are, you know, fitting that criteria for you, wouldn't it? Like yeah, 100%. It's definitely getting easier, as we mentioned, like it's got so much easier in the past couple of years with cafes and everything as well. But it's still, we're still in that process of having to, like I want to be able to support companies to for them to make those changes rather than just being like, no, can't work with you. I'm going to wait for somebody else to pop up. Yeah, It's about supporting each other at the end of the day. Like without support, nothing's going to ever change. That's it. And, you know, we need to collaborate and work together on this change. It's a, it's a collective change, really. And um, I, yeah, I rave on about this all the time um, at the Ethical Change Agency. That's that's our motto. That's what we're all about. So um, what you're doing is actually you're being a connector for those people to actually make that change happen. And, and you know, kudos to you. That's amazing. You're actually changing the way someone does business. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how would you define ethical in your business? So ethical comes down to moral principles. It is like the word ethical, the Greek ethos for that is moral character. Yep. Um, and obviously that comes down in terms to me to, again, as I said, trust, honesty and transparency being key. I feel like it's a, it's a philosophy of making a daily life decision that accounts for ethics and value. So ours is mainly focused around, like ethics in general is mainly focused around sustainability, mm -hmm. environmentalism, wildlife or animal welfare, and about it being a personal choice. And I feel like we do kind of hit all of those targets. Animal welfare is probably not our number one, 
we do try and stock as many vegan products as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, environmentalism, wildlife, it's all about the low waste emissions, the low waste products. Obviously, all this plastic packaging, it's breaking down into microplastics, going into the ocean, going mm. into the fish, and then we're eating the fish. Mm. It's going into our bloodstreams. If you burn plastic, it becomes carcinogenic. So what's plastic in our bloodstreams doing? Mm. Like, that is not ideal. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just about, it's definitely about finding out how products are made and be having that transparency again. Obviously, with Ethically So, as many products as possible are made in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But we are locally sourced, not locally made. So I work with companies that do source products here. And obviously, I find out the information of how they manufacture them, but they're not all manufactured in New Zealand. But again, that's a working progress system where uh, there's another company that I recently worked with, and she was sourcing her T-shirts in Bangladesh. She assured me it was all ethical. She sent me all the emails and everything. And I said, well, have you heard about this other company in New Zealand called Little Birds and they make their t-shirts here all organic yeah and so much better and she emailed me yesterday being like I've made the switch I'm so excited oh you've done it again all of this (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah I think it's just about supporting being transparent and then helping to educate as as I go as well Mm. rather Mm. than being so focused on the ethical side of how it's made originally if that makes sense yeah I've I've asked um, several people that question and uh, the answer you gave was amazing, can I just say. <laughs> I, I was like, well, what's she going to say? And, like, everybody I asked, they're like, it's almost a bit predictable, but yours was just on the money. I, I loved it. It was really good. Um, yeah. Now It was definitely a thought-provoking question, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and I, you know, <laughs> I um, have spoken to a lot of entrepreneurs as well about how they ethically do their business and um, it ethical means different things to different people. And uh-huh. we were looking 100%. at certification and thing, things like that. So um, I've been talking to a lot of people about B Corp certification and those kind of things and and yeah. also um, the beauty industry and how they have certification and, and how they make things cruelty-free for animals. And, you know, there's just so much we need to look at. And I was almost thinking, you know, we we need a whole new standard here that encompasses everything. Um, So that's the thing, and the whole the whole greenwashing system so Mm. big at the moment that it's like, how do I? These customers are like when someone searches how to be sustainable, it comes up. It's like going into the fitness industry. There's Mm. so much information that you're bombarded with that you just have no idea where to start. And that's why it's important to take it back to basics and take it back to the beginning and fully try and educate these people, which is why I believe these podcasts are important and blog posts are important. And yeah, it's definitely interesting having the word ethical in my name as well. Mm, yeah. um, obviously, that that makes people definitely think about why I'm using the word ethical. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that question. Thanks. Yeah. And I mean, I have the same, the same thing, you know, <laughs> I've got it in mind, I've got it everywhere. Um, but it makes you stop and think about everything you do, every single thing, like oh, absolutely. Um, what yeah. you buy, what you consume, um, the decisions you make, and, and then how that reflects back on you and your business. So mm-hmm. it really just changes your whole thought patterns. And I think this is the, the collective change that we need to make. Yeah, and definitely, and that's how people used to think. Like, they actually had to go through the process of doing everything themselves. Yeah. 
So they had to know, like they had to think about these things. Whereas now it's so it's so easy to just potter along in life and not question anything. Yeah. Like we need to be asking these questions. So it's almost like a reverse evolution, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think I've just had a... Uh-huh. I've never heard that before, but that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so what are the future plans and goals for Ethically So to create a change in the way the sh- that we shop? I know you've, you've connected a few people to change the way they do business. Um, what, what, yeah. What's your plans for the future with Ethically So? Again, a very great question. Um, <laughs> so we've got a few goals in mind that we definitely want to work towards. Obviously, the main one is cutting down on emissions. It's that kind of contradicts itself because obviously I'd be able, I'd love to be able to offer these products worldwide, but at the same time, that would not be cutting down on emissions. Mm. So at the moment, it's still going to be very much New Zealand focused. Um, we want to aim on, yeah, using the, just using the resources that we have already locally. Like, as I said, New Zealand has so much potential, especially with the weather here, like solar yeah. and wind and the water, the hydro, all of that, there's so much potential and it's not used. I've recently been talking to an ener- a renewable energy company and they're only in, they're in, okay, this sounds like a lot, they're in one in four houses, which is amazing. Yeah. But that means that there's three out of every four houses that aren't using renewable energy. Mm. And they could be. There's like, there's so much potential for it, for New Zealand itself to be like self-sustainable. Um yeah, I just want to focus on finding products that are going to last, that are actually going to last longer than me just bringing in, I don't know, say, for instance, a product that then breaks and it's not going to work again. And yeah. then you have to buy another one. And people think that they've invested all this money for a product that's going to long last over a longer period of time. And then it doesn't. Yeah, That's not the aim. Like, I'm not here to take people's money. This is this is just a side hustle for me. Like, I have two other jobs. Wow. So... <laughs> Yeah, so it's just a passion that I had to do something about. Yeah. But we definitely, yeah, I definitely want to make sustainable shopping easier for all. And obviously, I know there's, there's so many rural areas in New Zealand, but I want it not to be super expensive because at the moment, people are adding the word vegan to things in supermarkets and suddenly the prices have shot up of hummus, for example, which yeah. was always vegan, or they're adding the word eco and then the prices are shooting up of that. Yeah. It's, very much catch 22 because obviously products that are going to be made in New Zealand are more expensive. It's more expensive to buy the materials here and produce them. Mm. Rent's more expensive, but it's about finding that balance. And I think that's why it's really great to be able to have loads of different companies in one place because I do have a little bit of power to play around with the price of postage and stuff like that, rather than people paying triple postage and going to multiple other shops. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I just, I just, yeah, we've just got so much, so much unlocked potential, I feel here. Yeah. And I just want to keep digging for that. Like, we've only been live for three months, so it's still very much early stages and still very much a baby company. But all my original intentions are still there, and I think that's really important. Absolutely. And, you know, I can see the, the passion in you for this. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to make sure you succeed. Um, with, Thank you. <laughs> with, with you. With your emissions, um, have you thought about um, potentially um, doing some carbon offset kind of stuff with postage and things like that? Yeah, definitely. So I've, I've spoken to a few companies, and obviously they ship worldwide. And 
all the postage that they do is carbon neutral. As I said, we work with two companies from Australia and the postage that comes over with them is carbon neutral. It's something at the moment we use the local couriers, but I would definitely love to look into using bigger companies such as Sendal. They do a lot of carbon neutral shipping. But then it's kind of catch-22. Do I stay with the local post people or do I go to national company yeah so again that is yeah that's something that I would like to look into more yeah but it's yeah whatever which way I turn there seems to be a catch-22 yeah (laughs) so it's again about finding that balance and the bigger uh, companies you use the harder it is for you to keep that criteria in check isn't it yeah definitely yeah especially because they don't necessarily have the time to go through all the processes with me to explain how everything works. And I'm new to business. Like I I want to know every step. Yeah. And I want to be educated and and taught as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'd love to be able to pay it forwards in terms of, I definitely want to eventually when we kind of get the ball rolling a bit more to be able to donate, donate to companies there's, oh my God, there's the most amazing company that I saw online recently. And it's, um, oh, they're called the Coral Gardeners. Yeah. And they are on an island in between Tahiti and Hawaii. Oh, wow. French Polynesia. And they plant coral back into the ocean. Obviously, like, the ocean makes up of a ridiculous amount of oxygen that's given off and carbon dioxide that's taken in like we need that coral to live to help slow down deforest like with deforestation and with all the chemicals that are given off and global warming and everything and they're replanting coral and they've made like a a super coral which can last in hot waters so i I, and you can buy like tables and they will plant a thousand two hundred and fifty coral new coral creatures or something like that i'd love to don't be able to donate to companies like that yeah. I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think you just answered my my next question, which was about paying it forward. And I think <laughs> that's that's what you would do. Um, do you do anything like that at the moment or because you're still quite small, you haven't quite got there? Yeah. At the moment, no. We're coming up to hitting our first 100 orders, which is very exciting. But everything that is paid into the company at the moment is recycled. So it's just paid into working with more companies adding it because I started with only working with 10 companies and now I think we work with about 42 yeah two of them being Australian um so yeah all money that comes in absolutely none none of it goes out I'm not I'm not living off it or anything it very much goes back into the business and looking at ways that we can improve ways we can improve the marketing or working with new companies or going for like some come there was another company for example they recently changed their packaging to being more biodegradable but it meant that their minimum order quantity was a lot higher Mm. so things like that it definitely all goes in and it's a recycled system yeah but there's yeah I definitely want to do like that is one of the goals 100% it has been since before I even launched I'd love to be able to donate certain maybe like a different a different um venture each six months or something I think would be amazing yeah but yeah, events, like I love to do some talks in schools. I think podcasts are amazing. They're super important. And a, a podcast kind of never dies as no. well, whereas a blog post can disappear into the earth of yeah. the web. Um, blog posts are important articles and video, especially like videos, the way forwards. Our attention spans are just so yeah. short that 
videos definitely connects with people. And yeah, I think that's that's very much what I try and bring in on the page. Like I try and show my face as much as possible and show the process of how I'm learning along with you guys as well. Yeah. Like I'm no, I'm not perfect. This isn't something that I've always done with like we're all learning at the same time. Yeah. But, and I, yeah, lo- I love that. Important. I love that about what you do. You know, you're, you, you're real and that's, that's what people connect with. And um, yeah. if I can encourage you to do anything, it's to be a disruptor and it looks like you will be. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm trying. challenge the norm is what I say. Um, yeah, so definitely. how can we support you and get involved with Ethically So? There are, yeah, there's lots of ways that you can do that. There's word of mouth, obviously, is number one. That's really important. Like we still, I don't know if it's so much the same in Australia, but in New Zealand, people, like people only shop online 6%. It's very much talking to people. Yeah. It's not, it's not big at all. It's huge here. Yeah. I don't know if it's because it's like 20 years behind, as people say, but (laughs) I don't. I don't know, but people very much like that face-to-face connection. They like hearing from people. They like seeing people and going into shops and talking. So talking is very important, especially with the shift. Like it will go more to we- towards being online. Yeah, I know in London that's very much the case already. Um, but just being aware that there's other options and having those go-to spots. So like you'd have the go-to spot in the back of your mind when you need a product or you need a present or maybe you're going to, bulk package it that kind of thing like you might know that you've got a few products coming up that you're going to need so just wait yeah rather than doing like multiple small orders that'll help as well in terms of emission emissions but yeah if it's something that you believe in really fight for it like it's all very well saying that you believe in this and then going to a supermarket and buying shampoo and conditioner and plastic bottles that's full of toxins and chemicals Mm. like you have to really fight for what you believe in. Like, I went to the climate change recently and I had a sign that said, I may be small, but I can still fight for change. And yes. I think that's a very good one. Yes. I'm only five foot two, so I'm <laughs> a bit small. I think that's what, 157 centimeters for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, and also I set up a discount code for you guys. So if any, if any of the podcast listeners use it, uh, want to use or want to go on the website and have a look, it is Ethical Evo or Ethical Evo. And it'll be valid on any orders over $30. I'll send that through to you. Oh, that is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. I'm so in. I'm expect my order. <laughs> it is coming. <laughs> Good. Um, so the one thing that we haven't said during this whole conversation is what's your web address? Ah, <laughs> oh, it is www.ethicallyso.com. There you go. We need to go there yeah. and shop. And they- all the social media is the same. It's just ethical, ethically so. Yeah. We're Excellent. pretty easy to find. So um, I ask everyone this, what is the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I, yeah, I think an ocean cleanup is the most important thing. There is a system that's just been put in place by a Dutch inventor. He's only 25 years old. He invented this when he was 23. It's called Slat, and it cleans up the plastic waves. Like there's a plastic wave in between Hawaii and California that is 600,000 square miles big. That's two times the size of Texas. No way. And yeah, 
Yeah, it's insane. Wow. Like there's these plastic patches all over the all over our planet that people just are not aware of. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And obviously you might have seen online like the plastic waves in the Philippines. Yeah. When I was traveling, I actually saw that. Like it is next level. And I think that's that's kind of a connection. I think if people travel, they get that stronger connection to seeing it themselves. Yeah. So travel, guys. I would highly recommend traveling. It's great. Um, but it's. I think it needs to be 95% a mental and system change and 5% cleanup. Yeah. Like we can't just go around cleaning up after ourselves forever. We need to change the way the system works and we need to change that mental aspect. And it's very difficult for people to think, oh, me doing this one thing isn't going to make a difference because nobody else is. But it is. You have yeah. to start small. Like it will make a difference. Look at the difference that the change that's happened in the past two years. Yeah. Or even with the climate change, like climate change strikes. It's insane. The power of our mentality is crazy we need to use it we need to yeah we need to use it to make the change yeah that is so true we've got to um stop making the mess in the first place don't we We definitely do we can't just yeah go around cleaning up after ourselves the whole time that's not how it works yeah wow um you are going to make a huge change in this world i can just see it you've (laughs) only just begun so um, we are going to um, back you 100% on that and um, make sure Same. that people are on your mission. Now, I want to thank you so much for joining me early this morning, uh, all the way from New Zealand. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, I look forward um, to, to seeing uh, how things take off with you as well. Thank you. And I can't wait to see more of this podcast coming up. I'm yeah. so excited to see all the collaborations that you have as well to educating people. Oh, I think that- that's so important. There's amazing, amazing guests uh, like yourself and, um, yeah, I'm so excited about this. So thank you for being a part of it. No, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric acid. Electric acid.